Welcome one and all to talk about a podcast with me, your host, Ameline. This is the fifth episode of the Fresh Film Festival series that I'm doing here on my podcast. And I just want to thank everybody so much for the support that I've been shown over the past couple of weeks. It's been insane. The amount of listeners has just skyrocketed. So thank you everyone so much. If you would like to leave a comment, rate the podcast, leave a like, share, all these things really, really help, you know, boost my podcast, keep, keep it going. And all these amazing people can be heard by even more great people. So <laughs> share the love, share the stories, because this is going to be another great episode. I'm chatting with Best Director and Best uh, Ardman Award winner, Nellie Warren. And of course, the winner of the Orti 62nd Award, which uh, which was Erin Jane and both are such wonderful ladies and I cannot wait for you guys to hear more about them. As always I am delighted to announce that this week's talented young musician is Callum Agnew with his original song Crazy. If you like what you hear on this episode then you should definitely give him a follow on Instagram at Callum Agnew underscore music. His Instagram can also be found on my own Instagram page at underscore talk about a podcast where I've posted the announcement of his feature on my episode. Callum is a singer-songwriter from here in Ireland. He also has a Spotify called Callum Agnew so make sure you go and check him out there as well. I really love this song. I think it's just class. One of my favorites from Callum and I really hope you enjoy it too. So without further ado this is Crazy by Callum Agnew.
Okay. Uh, my name is Nellie Warren. I'm the writer, director, and animator of How I Wonder, uh, which is a uh, short animated film about uh, a girl wanting to be a writer and looking for signs uh, that she she can complete her destiny, kind of. Which is amazing. And I was had the privilege of of watching this film at the Fresh Film Festival. Uh, we were able to see a whole host of short films. It was truly an incredible day. And yours was definitely one of my favorites. I got very emotional watching it because, yeah, as I mentioned to you, I chatted to you on episode three in person. Um, where I did say to you, it did touch me because I've always wanted to be a writer as a child and, and being told by adults that, you know, writing isn't a job, it's very discouraging. So to see a film like yours was just incredible, really. So what was the inspiration for you to, to make that film? Well, I'll say first, that means a lot to me. When you said that to me at the festival, I was like, oh, that's all I want. That's all I want people to see themselves in like my work. And uh, you said, what was the inspiration? Yeah, what was the inspiration? What kind of gave you the idea to go for, for this short film? Uh, inspiration. I mean, it's it, like I made a film last year, short film uh, for Fresh as well, that was um, very based on uh, my own experience, like based on a true story sort of thing. And I sort of want to do that again because I uh, I think, I mean, I think I mean, write what you know is kind of the saying. Uh, and I think that it's easier if you have some sort of emotional connection to it and even though this was like far less based on my own experience I was still somebody who grew up wanting to be a writer it's the thing I've wanted the most in the world since I was five years old uh, and like I uh I, I was look I've never been a very superstitious person um so I was just kind of like I'm just gonna go for it but then like you said people are adults are weirdly discouraging about it or it can be I'm looking my family is like incredibly supportive but other people you know are weird about it um so there was always that kind of doubt or like you know if I sh should make it why should it be me like what's what's different about me and there's like um like why should this be like my destiny sort of thing but and and like I kind of I'm very much a believer in like uh there's the like there isn't such thing as destiny I mean maybe there is I'm very agnostic maybe there is but I think that uh like I you can like a lot of it comes down to your choice and obviously there's a lot of things like privilege is going to affect it and it might not be easy for you to get somewhere like in a creative field um, but it's got, I don't think it's got much to do with like, you know, divine intervention or whatever. You, you do touch on that in the film. There is that sense of it being written in the stars um, in the film. And people who watch it yeah. will understand what we mean by, by saying this. It is very much about destiny and faith. So why incorporate that into a film? I just think it's so... It was so different from the other animation films that we had seen throughout the day. And that's one thing, thing that stood out to me in Fresh, that there is not only a huge range of in-person short films, but there is a, a huge range of animation films, all very different. There was not one animation film that you could say was alike the other. Yeah, and but they're all brilliant. I mean, I was uh, at Fresh... Uh, last year as well with a different animated film and like when I it was online but I still like watched through all the films and especially made sure to watch the animation ones and when I saw them I was like oh, I have no shot <laughs> I have no chance at all like and I felt the same this year like when um two st stood out to me particularly were Faces um and uh, The Oubliette um I mean Max Hendrickson 
is like I don't know a gift both, both, <laughs> for both the, the guys, yeah both the guys are crazy talented Max and Dylan and I'll be chatting to them insane. on the podcast on a later date they are oh, just yeah. insane they're insane I know animators. and um I'm when I only started animating last year I've been drawing all my life and I've been a huge animation fan all my life so I had that behind me but uh I was just like I just really want to tell these stories like my film last year and the film this year I was like I really want to tell them and I think it'll be fun to tell them in this medium um and also the whole thing with COVID is like uh, you couldn't really film it in person I mean you can definitely because people did but it's like you have restrictions it was more difficult especially last year um and uh so and like again but also may, I might have done it anyway just because I've loved animation for so long and it's uh, like I'm so glad that Fresh has that represent is representing it so strongly and has a category for it and everything 100%. because um I'm very passionate about how much is underestimated in filmmaking um and how like it's often considered to be for kids which it definitely can be but also animated films for kids are, are also really good like a lot of them and also some of them just aren't for kids at all and yeah. you shouldn't show yeah. your children you know family guy which is a mistake a lot of parents make because they see cartoon and they're like oh Timmy can watch that and it's like no that's Rick and Morty yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> please don't show them that yeah but I'd like to emphasize Nelly that you did win best animator and best director at the awards this year two massive titles I might add and what commotion there was when you won the awards because we were no, in so the weird. audience <laughs> and I'll put the link in my description box below so people can watch the awards it's all, it's going to be an RTE player um, to see the moment where you won both those awards. But to touch on first, to keep on that topic of animation and you winning Best Animator, first of all, how did you start an animation? You always said, you just said you're always interested in it, but how did you get started in it? And what was that feeling like when you had won that award? Um, well, like I, I said, I've only been doing it a very short time. Uh, I uh, started animating last year and the thing about like I've been um, drawing my whole life art, art is a big passion of mine and uh, like visual art um, and uh, like I've been doing digital art for a while as well so I had the hang of that but when I was thinking I wanted to start animating myself uh, I was like I, I couldn't my computer that I was using at the time I've had a new laptop since um, which is a lot quicker but it was so slow that any kind of proper animation software just wouldn't work um, and also there were other ones that were like too expensive that I couldn't like I couldn't afford anything my budget for both of these films that I made in the past two years have been zero I've not, this is I'm making these for nothing um, and so I uh, found this really shitty like very minimal like a like a, a flipbook animation website and I shouldn't be calling it shitty because I, I used it to make it so thank you to flip anime which is the uh what I used to make it um and when I see sh it's more me like demeaning myself which I also shouldn't be doing but um no you shouldn't because it's an incredible short film thank you but um it's the sense that it's very like uh it, it, it's not meant for full-length animations it's meant for like short flipbook things that people can post online uh on this website uh but I figured out that you can download these flipbook short animations off them so I would do it scene by scene um and like uh, my film that I made last year Buchel I did it was black and white it was six minutes long um very like 
um, sort of scrappy style animation, which I still liked. I thought it was good, but just because I was trying to actually like get it done my first time animating, I was being realistic. But after I did that and that one best animation last year as well, I was like, oh, I could probably, I could probably up this a bit. So then I ended up with 15 minute long in color, full color, which was probably the thing that took the most years off my life was um, because I had to, uh, there because of the way the website was, I couldn't um, have like a color palette that I could keep going back to and like eye dropping from it and using again. So I had to write down all the hex codes for the colors in this notebook, this tiny notebook that I had. And there was just pages and pages of hex codes for like color of the hair and the skin color and of like every different character of the rooms and everything. So I used like, I, it was mostly um, blue and red that I use in the film aside from like the sort of dream sequence bits just to make it easier for myself and um, but that was like I mean it was definitely challenging but I remember my parents saw me using this hex code book and they were like you're insane why are you doing this you're doing your leaving cert this year Nelly but like very supportive but also like what's up with you yeah <laughs> which was fair but that's incredible though like the amount of work that goes into short films you know this is why I wanted to do a season dedicated to the fresh because I wanted people to take a moment to realize the work that went behind the films. Like there's so much work that goes behind every single film, no matter who I talk to, um, there's always a story behind it, which I think is incredible. But what was that feeling like having one best animator again this year, knowing that all your work had paid off? What was that feeling like? And being in an audience as well, being an RTE. Oh my God, yeah. No, I am, um, I mean, well, first of all, I did not expect to win Best Animator again. I was hoping I would win something, but I was like, I won Best Animator last year. They're not going to let me in. They're not going to let me do that again. And also, again, after seeing all the animation films this year, I was like, no, <laughs> not going to happen. And that's fine. I was fine with that. Um, and then, especially when they were announcing it, and also being an Archie, and I had, that hasn't like reached my mind yet. I'm going to have to wait to see it um, next week when it comes out, from when we're recording this, I mean uh to like actually believe it because I, I don't I don't think that's gonna happen really you know yeah we're recording uh, I we're recording all these kind of episodes before RT come out but obviously yeah. I know you know everyone afresh kind of knows who's won what but mm -hmm. we've been sworn secrecy by RT <laughs> I know oh my god no one no one's allowed to say um, anything um it's yeah been, it's very nerve-wracking actually in case I say it to anyone we haven't I haven't anyway I know um, right yeah but it's very it's it's thrilling like and as well I've seen the ads on RTE this week and it's just been crazy I'm like oh my god my famous friends look it's crazy oh my god I know um Insane. so what's been like being that audience knowing that you're going to be an RTE for those awards has yeah. how, how how does that feel to you I so so bizarre I mean also having to I kept joking that like I went up to I made two speeches which was really weird to, just to make one was weird but because I'm not like a public speaker I'm not like a speaker you can probably tell I'm very like all over the place but um like I I joke that I, I went up to the podium to like talk and then just like blacked out and I don't know what I said I just I went up I said something I don't remember and then I found myself walking back up the stairs so um but it was it was also funny I was there with my dad and my sister um who my dad was actually in the film he plays the dad in the film um he was a complete diva uh <laughs> no, I'm kidding but he he keeps joking that he's the star of the movie um and my sister was there and uh like when they announced in the anim animation category category they pre they it was a pre as a precursor to that they were saying like 
this film is very has very high production value that we're giving this award to and both my sister and I were like okay we can relax because it's not our film because in our heads that translated to high budget which it definitely wasn't and that's not what high production value means at all but that's just what we thought of it and we both immediately thought that and both like relaxed and then they announced the film and my sister went oh my god so it just sounded like she really didn't think I was gonna win it <laughs> but yeah I just want to give context that moment in case anybody is watching this like what an unsupportive sister but no we just we really didn't think that was that they were talking about our film yeah the reactions are raw of people though like what is actually yeah happening? is the true raw reactions of people like no one we're not given heads up and who's gonna win we're not given like oh just to let you know so and so is gonna win this like it was mm-hmm. true raw no we were all in the moments everyone was buzzing it was amazing yeah uh, it was an incredible atmosphere so I suppose my next question is what is it like being part of Fresh not only this year but last year um, it's so much fun. It's amazing. And I'm sad I've aged out now. I'm too old to go back. So uh, I can't enter again, but that's okay. It was, um, I actually was introduced for the first time because my friend Eva made a film. In, I think she made it in 2018 and then it was entered in 2019 um, for Fresh and it got all the way to the finals. Um, and I was in it for one scene. I was an extremely minor character who got pushed off a bench. It was very dramatic. And I can't act, so I don't know why I was there. <laughs> but I was, I'm, I was very glad to be there. Um, and her film made it all the way to the end. And we got to go to Limerick, like the whole cast and everything. And it was just so much fun that I was like, yeah, I have to, I have to get in on this. I have to do this again at some point. And uh, I mean, it's also so, it's, they've been so encouraging. Everybody says it, but it's like, not just to win things but like you know the like and also to, to get together but even when it was online it was like and again to talk to all the other young filmmakers like I have loved film for a very long time even though it's been a slower burn love like I've always loved reading um, and writing and everything but uh, movies has been like sort of a slower thing for me but I'm I'm very in it now <laughs> but and I also was always like sort of like oh I couldn't be a director I couldn't be a filmmaker like not even in a disparaging way I was just like I don't think that's for me because I'm a very anxious person uh I'm I'm like I'm very individualistic worker I guess because I've written novels short stories and when you're like a novel writer you have control over the whole thing yourself so I was like I would be a very controlling director I don't think I could do that I don't think I could collaborate with people um but uh, I mean, I've won Best Director. That's like, yeah. I think something's finally knocked into my head. And it's like, oh, maybe I can do this. I, I mean, know you it, can. It I think long. anyone can. I think that's the beauty of film, that I'm, anyone can play any part of it. You can be the lighting exactly. manager. You can be in, in, like, you can be in control of the editing, the producing, the directing, you know, costume so design. Much to do. Costume design is a massive thing. Oh my God, um, I love costume design. Oh, same. So I good. love watching, like, um on the oscars one of my favorite thing is who's won best costume like costume yes exactly it's so underrated underrated award for me but for me myself that's one of the biggest ones because i'm like i love the work they put behind it it is insane yeah um amazing yeah so you can always be part of a film i think that's one of the beauties of film and something i really love Mm -hmm. whenever i go into you know film festivals or or watch a film that's one of the first things i always see like the amount of people that's behind it but to win best director I say that was insane like not just of animation I might add this is best director of all the films in the country that were entered 
And can I ask what was casting like for the animated film? Because when it comes to, you know, when it comes to casting in person, you have to look at does that person, do you visualize that person as the character that you want them to be? Does that person fit the mold? Where for animation, it's all about the voice, I imagine. What's that like? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm very, I was very inexperienced with it, obviously. But um, when I was casting for Buchel, I was just like, I which was my film last year sorry I was just like oh I kind of think I can think of like my friend Anahita who's like sort of younger and she is like a sort of higher voice and we used to like make the films together when we were kids and I was like oh she could probably do that and she's a brother who could also play this character and and like my dad can just be the dad in the movie or whatever or not the who was he he was the PE teacher in that movie and then this movie again it was still very much like my dad is the dad in this movie and like my friend Eva can have one line coming into the house but I also put out something on Instagram like a year ago now I think uh just saying I want to make another short film here's the sort of the character archetypes I have if you think you would want to play one of these um characters email me or not email me sorry like just message me on Instagram and I'll uh like audition you so I had a proper like audition session with a few different people and um, like going for different roles and Amazing. I especially thought it's difficult especially because all the all the characters in this film are children like most of them anyway they're like yeah. 10 years old to 10 to 12 uh and so I was like I I was even my mom works in a primary school and I was even thinking oh, maybe I could go and like see if any of them would want to do it I don't know how to talk to children but maybe I could figure that out yeah um but then my uh and I was thinking at least for the lead role I was like I'm probably gonna have somebody or closer to the age playing it and like I don't follow anybody who's like 12 on Instagram you know yeah so uh but then uh Charlotte who is a friend who I I met in like a cinemagic um like film viewing thing when I was like 14 like messaged me and was like hey I could audition for this lead character and I was like okay sure I was like yeah definitely audition even though I'm probably looking for somebody younger and then when she sent me the line she recorded I was like how do you sound like a 10 year old oh my god that's how, how do you do it and I she's a very intelligent actress but I was still like yes take the role that's amazing and like um I also realized you can definitely like suspend your disbelief because as much as they all sound like younger I think if you think about it you can still tell that they're not actually like the age that they're voicing but like it's a film it's a movie and you can sort of suspend your disbelief and also like I think they all did such a good job they're all uh, like you did. Uh, like you're not really focusing on the voice you're focusing on the character and who that character yeah. embodies but I think it just came together so so well that you really but I think that's um, definitely like a testament because it would be easy if like if the voice sounded out of place that's all you'd be focusing on but when yeah. they blend together that's how you know it works um if you forget that you're like what even watching like a an animated film and that those characters are not just like speaking um and I did zoom calls with Meg who played Des and with uh, Charlotte who played Marie but the others were like oh yeah we can just um, voice them on our own and we can send those voices to you and if you want me to change or say anything differently then we'll talk that way yeah so mo- a lot of them I didn't um like I've also never met most of them in person which is so weird because wow. of COVID and like all of these were done on Zoom like I've met Charlotte in person um is that it I mean then other people who are my friends who I also uh knew before then and my dad lives in my house so I've met him <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think I think that's a big thing as well like for 
people our age in the film industry, a lot of us got started uh, two, three, two years ago, eight, two, three years ago. And I'm just saying in, in general, um, and a lot of us just haven't met because of COVID yeah, and because absolutely. we are scattered all over the country. Um, I know I met my friend Neve for the first time, Neve Kremlin. Um, she was an actor, actress in the film Hoodwinkers, hadn't met her in person before. Oh my God, um, yeah. Kevin Meggs. Yeah, Kevin Meggs, who won uh, Best Screenplay with his film Sunday. Um, I met oh him God, for the so first good. time in person. And so many of them, I was going to people and going, oh my God, I do know you. And someone came up to me and she's like, I know you. And we figured out how we knew each other. And it's such an incredible thing <laughs> to kind of meet everyone in person. I think after COVID, you you don't take it for granted when you meet people in person. Yeah, no, that was the best part of the entire thing. Because last year when I was on the online fresh film I was like every time I watched a new film I would just see if I could find them on Instagram and then just text them and be like that movie was really good yeah. and then maybe we'd have a conversation <laughs> after that yeah and then in this yeah. case I like left the cinema um, my sister and I turned around we were like that's the guy in the movie we just watched that's so <laughs> weird and also I was like I'm that I was talking to her last year on Instagram like Eva Reese I was like my yeah. god I'm, I'm you're here this is so weird like in person yeah uh, but it was probably the best part of the entire thing for me was just like being able to talk to people after seeing their films and being like starstruck by how how good they were yeah definitely I definitely went up to a few people afterwards yourself included and just went wow like I I actually (laughs) there was one person who did I meet I met Max Henderson and Dylan who did the two animation films and I went up to them and I said guys wow and I just stood there and looked at them like I was absolutely they're wizards god there was no words I'm not saying something considering I'm a podcaster that's slightly scary um but I had no words I was like guys I actually am starstruck a little bit because yeah no when I I hadn't I had met Max before actually but I hadn't met Dylan before uh, and like I, I think I was just standing around with a few different filmmakers and we were just saying what our films were and we got to Dylan he was like I made faces and I went you made faces oh my god like so undignified just immediately like oh wow yeah. this is crazy how yeah. long did that take like asking so many questions it's embarrassing but yeah no valid, no I definitely I think I think there was definitely a few people that kind of went up to each other and were a bit like starstruck with each other it took about yeah, kind yeah. of minute um Sean Tracy as well with his actors and actresses I went up to them and I was like lads what yeah insane it was insane insane. um yeah it was incredible it was really was an incredible day I think everyone came away from it I was very emotional coming away from it because it was such yeah no me too yeah it was funny I we um it felt so like glamorous to be there and then to like be on the red carpet and everything and I was like Affirm. I had like deluded myself into believing I like belonged in this world for a minute and then we left to go try catch a taxi to to get our train and we had to walk for like 40 minutes to get the taxi oh and it was like raining and I just looked at my sister I was like the glamour of today has gone down considerably <laughs> um, oh. so that didn't last long but it was it was nice in no, the moment that's yeah. where it lasted of course unfortunately we are running out of time so I am gonna have to ask you the final two questions of our interview um, my first one being, what is a quote you live by and why? Okay, I do have an answer for this. Um, there's one quote that when I was doing my junior cert, my we were studying the Aeneid for because uh, we had a, a we did classics, um, and I had a, an amazing classics teacher, and she took one quote from the Aeneid and really like drilled it into our heads and was like that you're gonna need this for the rest of your life, and it was um, this too will pass, which is like very simple, but I think it's very easy to forget when you're in a bad headspace that like 
that doesn't last forever. <laughs> like you're gonna get, a, I don't know what it is about humans, we're hardwired to believe that nothing is temporary and we're gonna be in this state of mind. What, even if it's like a good state of mind, even if you feel happy, you're like, I've always felt this way. And like, if you feel, if you're cold, you're like, what is being warm? I don't like, I, I've never felt like that. Like that's, it's the same thing when, so like, whenever I feel like crap, I'm just like, this too will pass and it might not alleviate any of the feelings for me but it, it's sort of like a message from my past or future self to say you're gonna get out of this you're gonna get through this so when I accidentally delete like 10 seconds of animation I can say this too will pass it's fine I'll finish the movie you know yeah I think it's a great one and what a lot of people forget um I'm definitely one of those people because it is such a simple one but it's, like easy said, to forget, it's so yeah. effective and one thing you would like people to take away from our conversation here today Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, I think definitely if you think that you're not like fit to be like a filmmaker, if you think you don't belong in that world, if you think you're not like, if you're too anxious or even if you're like, cause there's such a stigma about, not, you know, about, uh, female directors and there's, it's such a low percentage or just like women in film in general. Um, or if you're just for whatever reason, you feel like you can't do it, you should give it a shot. You should try anyway. Cause like and also if you even if you have zero budget you can you can figure it out you can find a free animation website and and use that and spend seven months or or whatever and it is it is possible it might not be easy the whole time but it's possible and you can do it definitely and I can't wait to see all the new short films and new directors and producers and editors and everyone in between that um come into fresh next year new and old I might add um so Nelly, best director and best animator of Ireland's Film Festival 2022. It was so lovely to chat to you. Thank you so much for coming on. So great to talk to you too. You're very good at this. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm absolutely delighted to be joined here today by Erin Jade, the winner of the RTE 62nd Award. Erin Jade, I really, really hope you're keeping well. Do you want to tell people a bit about the film that you made and how it all came to be? Um, it was it's a, a whiteboard animation for um, to the song Someone Gets Hurt Reprise from the musical Mean Girls. And it's just a small little animation to it. Yeah, I was limited with the resources uh, available to me for, because it was a school animation. My animation teacher was just giving out a bunch of ideas to get us to, like, you know, come up with something. And I wasn't really interested in the paper animation, but I know that I wanted to do animation. So, so the only option that I had that I was drawn to was the whiteboard. Um, I only started getting into animation this year because it was a module for TY. But I've been drawing for quite a while now, since it's like since I was a child because I didn't grow up with the TV. I had to find different ways to entertain myself. So I would be drawing nonstop in a way uh, compared to my sisters who did grow up with the TV. They, they're like constantly asking to go on it. And while I spend most of my time drawing and like improving and all that, I have a lot of ideas in my head and a lot of the time I need to like just get it down or else I'll stay up all night thinking about it. So like it improves my sleeping in a way. <laughs> Okay, well, that's really interesting. And why did you choose this song from the Mean Girls soundtrack? It is such a powerful song. The musical is brilliant. And I really, really love the entire musical soundtrack of Mean Girls. But tell me why this song and how you came across it. 
I'll be honest, both the main reason I chose it because it was because of how short it was, because I had a limited amount of time to work on my animation because it's it's only 49 seconds. So I thought that's that's an achievable time. But I it was also my favorite song in the entire soundtrack as well. So it was another plus. Yeah, I, I saw it on TikTok. So it was quite popular on TikTok a little while ago, about a year or so, I'd say. And that's how I found it. So tell me how you came across the Fresh Film Festival and your experience with it this year. My animation teacher um, for for our module, he he was wanted us to get into to enter the Fresh International Event Festival. Yeah. <laughs> so so like our our goal for for that module was to make an animation and submit it to to Fresh. I was not aware of how much of a big thing it was. So I thought it was like, you know, just a small little thing you thing. So I was I was very shocked when I got actually got to the finals and stuff. I I went in there and like was overwhelmed with like a lot of the people there they were they were um professionally recorded and stuff like that. So the th- fact that I got there with just like just just by myself no no help at all it was so tell me, Erin Jade, were you always interested in animation? Was it always something you wanted to do when you were older? Or I've I've always wanted to like be a part of like a big movie or something like Disney in a way, but specifically the two the two D two D animation. I have no no interest in the three D CGI and all that. So I would like okay. to go down that road. I like lots of the newer Disney Channel like. Um, not channel um you know like disney series and stuff because like there's lots of lots of details in the actual animation and it's really cool to just look and see how it affects the story and all that unfortunately we are running out of time today erin jade thank you so much for chatting with me today it was such a pleasure but i'm going to ask you now the final two questions of all my interviews and the first one is what is a quote you live by and why I don't personally live by any quote. However, my father, he he has a saying that he tells all my siblings and, and myself, um, find what you like doing, get good at it, and find a way to make a living out of it. I found what I would like doing very early and I have no regrets for it because I spend my whole time getting trying to get good at it. I will never get good, like amazing at it because drawing is a very subjective uh, like talent and stuff like that. But um, I, I enjoy doing it and there are many possibilities with it. You know, I really, really like that one. And I think it's such a great way to finish off the episode. So thank you so much for sharing. Um, what is one thing you want people to take away from our conversation here today? If you're not feeling up to it and stuff like that, um, try, try looking at, at it from a different way in a way. So like get, get your other other interests involved with with your creative flow well erin jay that's all we have time for today thank you so much for chatting with me and i can't wait for people to go and watch your film and i can't wait to see where you go in the future thank you so much for joining me today so that is all for this week's episode thank you all so much for listening to the end it really really helps boost this podcast and boost the listenership all the links that we mentioned throughout the episode so the link to uh, nelly's film 
and the link to the Fresh Film Festival website can be found in the description box below. You're also going to be able to find my own link tree where you'll find more of my information if you wish to get in contact with me. So thank you everybody again for listening and I cannot wait for you all to join us back next week with an incredible episode. You're not going to want to miss it. Thanks for listening, giving us your time to tune in. Join Emily, same time next week on Talk About It. The intro and exit music you hear on every episode is by the very talented Hannah Kinsella. She's a singer-songwriter from Ireland in County Dublin. If you want to go show her some support, you can follow her on her Instagram page and YouTube at Busky Bops. <laughs>